Well, I always hate to see local uh, media people retire because I like them. Also makes me feel like I'm getting a lot older. <laughs> I don't want anybody asking me, so when are you going? <laughs> Which I already had, uh, what was it, Jim Branstadter. I think when Branstadter retired, he said, so you should be next, right? I said, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't drag me into your vortex. It's because you want to go? That's okay. Uh, but uh, such is the case with our next guest, who has been with us many, many times, when, especially when there's weather issues. Paul Gross, who I, I think is been at WDIV ever since I got here, I think, sure. uh, is finally uh, hanging up the hanging up the color forms. <laughs> uh, and he's on the line with us right now to uh, say so long and sort of. Hi, Paul. Yeah, hey there. Yeah, you have been around a while because I remember when you and Mike and Ken lived together and I was at the one or two of your holiday parties uh, way, way oh, back in the day. You, you lived to tell the tale, huh? Yeah. I lived to tell the tale. Yeah, yeah. Well, what year did you actually arrive? Uh, well, I've been here my whole life. I was born and raised here. I went to U of M, so I never left to go to college. Right. And then I started at WDIV in 1983 during my senior year at U of M, my uh, middle of my senior year. Wow, that's great. Wow. Yeah, so you have, you've been here longer than I have. Wow, 1983. Yeah, yeah it's, been a, it's been quite a journey. What was the so, weather like on day one? <laughs> <laughs> it was January. It was cold. Yes. Um, did you go into... Whether from the very start, did you want to be that that's where you wanted to be all along? Yeah. When I was seven years old, my Uncle Eddie asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up. And I said, yeah, I want to be a weatherman. And he said, oh, you mean like Sonny Elliott at Channel 4? I said, yeah, like Sonny Elliott at Channel 4. And and funny thing is, my Uncle Eddie actually knew Sonny. <laughs> That's the funny <laughs> thing. But uh, And so since age seven, I wanted to be a Channel 4 weatherman. And I got to do it for 40 years. So how blessed am I? Wow. wow. That's great. Wow. Now, like when that. did they start calling weathermen meteorologists? <laughs> well, they always have. It's just that there was a time back in the – it was more like the – I think it was the – more like the later 60s through the 70s into the early 80s where there were a lot more non-meteorologists than meteorologists because they wanted entertainment. Right. And then they wisened up and realized, you know, the weather gets pretty serious. and This becomes a job of public safety. We better have people who know what they talk about. <laughs> and so, and so, uh, so then uh, now the trend is that most stations – have meteorologists and, and basically will almost not consider uh, somebody who is not and how, what do you have to do to become a meteorologist? Stop what's the study? What's the it, study? You know, it's funny. A, a college student at, in the meteorology school at Penn State emailed me today and asked that question. It's one of a series of questions for an essay she's writing. And people don't realize that in order to become a meteorologist, you, like at U of M, I took seven semesters of math. The first three were calculus. The first three were calculus classes. And then I had four more on top of that. And then all the chemistry and physics, because basically, to keep it simple, meteorology is chemistry and physics of the atmosphere. And so to teach you all of the concepts that go on in the atmosphere, they have to, they have to teach it using real high-end math. And so there are a lot of kids that go to college and they say, oh, I'll just go and study cold fronts and hurricanes and tornadoes and I'll be a meteorologist. Well, no, no. They get a hard, a rude awakening when they get to college and realize it is a chemistry, math, and physics-based science, one of the hardest ones you can actually take in college. Wow. Oh, yeah. Here I, here I thought yeah. it was just you had to know the letters H and L. That was it. Just we have high front coming in, low front, high front, low front. Yeah, yeah. barometric yeah, pressure. People, right? Yes, it is a high-pressure job. Yeah. Ah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so, wow, I didn't – so all those, all those, you know, 
vapid looking, uh, uh, low cut dress, uh, beautiful people, jut jaw, chin men, and Barbie and Kendall people across the country that you see on these jobs have actually gone through all of the training that you just detailed? Yeah, a lot of them have, and and, and wow. I'm not that either. So uh, you know, that's why it's unusual that I survived as long as I did. Oh, business. your clothes are low cut, oh, no, Paul. I they sure born, are. I wasn't born with the looks, and I have about as much uh, much as much uh, uh, humor as a plate of Jello. But uh, but basically, you know, I mean, I'm a scientist. That's actually pretty pretty funny, Paul. So, oh, I, I, I kind of stumbled into one there. But uh, no, no, honestly, I, I just focused on the thing that I could control, and that is being a really good scientist that gets the weather right. And and so you know, I knew. I didn't have looks when I got in this business. So, you know, I just had to do something that was, you know, going to keep me in the business. And I just kind of, you know, went with my integrity and the, just the voraciousness with which I, well, it also, also helps, yeah. helps to be right. Yeah. When you're a weatherman, I yeah. think, uh, you know, it helps to be, but now I would like to ask you if you go back to 83. So I'm thinking, you know, how the attitudes towards weather have changed when they, when you started in 83, how much time were they giving the weather? Like, what was the least amount of time that they gave for weather on the newscast? And what, what was the most? When did it swell to the most? Because it seems to me that, that weather has just grown and grown. It used to be it's going to rain tomorrow and it's going to be sunny on Monday. And now it's like, let's begin with uh, in Alpena, it's 47. Right. And in uh, Timbuktu, right. it's 46. Right. Yeah. And look at that. It's all the way down to 45 up in this city. Like, uh, you really need to know the one degree difference between 47 cities in your state. And then they go into the barometric pressure. And then they go into the... When did it become this bloated sort of, you know, <laughs> drag it out thing. You know, when I think that happened, I think that happened when we developed, uh, not developed, when we acquired these really high-end graphic systems to tell the weather story. Right, Suddenly like we could tell the story with such interest and in such detail that I think the storytelling just required more time. You, you needed more time to tell the story. And that, that just fed right into what my modus operandi is, and that is that I like to explain the weather. And, I, and so with, with the graphic systems, man, I just went to town explaining things that, you know, TV news consultants say, no, you shouldn't be talking about that, and say, no, 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 I will, because people are interested in it. And, you know, and, and so that's what happened, Mitch. I think it was the, the development of the computer graphic systems that allowed us to really tell these stories that that's where the time started increasing. And um, did you, did you, when, what was like, how much time did you get at the beginning and what is it up to now? You know, I don't remember exactly. I think it was two to two and a half minutes back then, maybe two minutes, something like that. And now we get uh, two and a half to three. And that's a little, well, I thought it was longer than that. Paul, did you ever learn to like, uh, it, fe it feels, it feels like, um, it feels like, uh, about five minutes, and in Florida, <laughs> in Florida, I swear it's like nine minutes of the of the twenty two minutes that they have for now. News. Let me tell you, you know who the king is? It's Tom Skilling at uh, WGN in Chicago. He gets like seven eight minutes every, and he does. He starts talking about aviation weather and, and like the <laughs> the wind at like you know uh, you know uh, ten thousand feet and twenty thousand feet, and you know I mean he he you know he's got his thing going, and they just they just let him go. And it's it's just amazing to watch. And let wow. him go literally, or yeah, oh, well, you know, no, they haven't let him go. No, he's been there a long time. Yeah. But but you know, he'll have like twenty twenty five different maps he shows in the wow. typical weather cast. Oh, he, Kevin, it's amazing. You had a question for Paul? Yeah, uh, Paul, this is Kevin O'Neill. Nice to talk Kevin, to you. Kevin, how are you, man? I'm fine. Nice to talk to you again. You too. How many people have a bill 
named after them in the Michigan legislature. <laughs> that, that is amazing. Well, that was that was really you know I was at a meeting of the Michigan Committee for Severe Weather Awareness. I was the one broadcast meteorologist on that meeting, and, and I found out that there was no law in Michigan that required tornado drills in schools. So I contacted the state legislator, Representative Jerry Law. If you want to get a law passed, go to a guy go named to Law. Law. Sure. Yep. Yeah. And he was well respected, both sides of the aisle, and we introduced the legislation. And I testified before the state house and senate education committees. And I was with Governor Engler when the gross weather bill was signed into law. And now every public school in Michigan is required to do at least two tornado safety drills per year. How about that? One of the greatest achievements of my career. Something I'm really proud of. I'm glad you actually brought it up. Congratulations to you, Paul. Uh, Thank you for all the good work you've done. Is there a day that you're actually uh, leaving or... Yeah, last day is January 31st. I don't know what we're doing on the air, so I don't have anything to share with you yet, but I'm sure you'll see it on either on our air or on clickondetroit.com. You'll see some, some details about yeah. that. But, uh, um, and by the way, the station is going to actually let me keep the Twitter account, so I'll be able to stay in touch with people, and you know, if the storm's coming, I'll be able to you know, kind of offer my thoughts and things like that. So that's going to be Excellent. fun. They should give you seven minutes on the last day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Let's talk about <laughs> talk about the difference between Greatest. Nimbus and, and Cumulus. Yeah. You get twenty six maps to bring up, not twenty five. We're gonna do one more. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you know what I need to do? I've been going through all my old tapes. I need to find some of the old stories and put those on our website because I have some gems that I've done over the years. And some old of the I mean, weather. Oh, yeah. well, some of them are not weather stories. Nothing more exciting than old weather. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm I'm talking about actual news type stories. I did. Oh, there's some good ones. All right. Vintage weather. Well, we want to thank you, Paul. We'll miss you uh i assume since you spent your whole life here you're gonna stick around here after you're done oh yes yes stick it this is home this has always Good. been home it's it's not going away and you guys can still call me to be on the show if, if storm's right. coming i'm always gonna be up to speed on this stuff so i look all right to, well you never stop you never stop being a meteorologist so uh, we why not do a weather report every day mitch Come on. <laughs> <laughs> all right you wanted to be sunny elliott now you got it <laughs> yeah yeah sunny elliott without the humor right yeah. Paul, congratulations. Thank you. Hey, you guys, thanks a bunch. It's been fun. And, yeah, like yeah. I say, we'll stay in touch. We'll, we'll I'll be with you again on, down the road here on the show. Yeah. We're not going anywhere. I'm no, congratulations. I'm Saudi sticking around. Yet. Yeah. Crazy right. kind of day. Paul Gross from WDIV there.